what it is, RJLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation piece host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at RadioJustice.org, where something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you on the bus, train, plane, or simply at the water cooler or in Cubicle Nation. Today on Conversation Piece, we meet the amazing Artists of Rhetoric, the spoken word event that started it all. Every year, people leave rhetoric with changed minds and hearts by this artistic presentation of holy truth. Welcome to Conversation Peace. Angela Birdsong, and yes, I am still at Rhetoric 2019. You guys, I'm still in the parking lot. Remember, we said that as soon as you get out the car, the environment is lit, and lit it is. With me right now, they have an event within an event within an event going on, and I have Christina Ford with Kings Meet Queens. Tell us, what is Kings Meet Queens? How do you get started, and what are you guys doing here at Rhetoric? Yes, we have partnered with Passion for Christ Ministries with Rhetoric. Well, this is our second time out here. And what our goal is, is to bring Christian, uh, like-minded people of faith, men and women together, to mix, mingle, have fun, and meet. A place where they can physically meet and convene, and hopefully God can provide some divine connections in this space. So really, it's just a place where people can enjoy themselves and uh, be around people who have the same type of faith. So what do you guys have planned for everybody today? So we have a mixer, we have icebreakers, we have interactive games, we have special guests, we have giveaways, and we have speed dating. So we give a chance for these people here who are single to come in, line up, and we do a a round of royal speed dating. That's what I like to call it. So um, I encourage anybody who's single who can't find anybody who has that issue or problem, they can come to one of our events, um, any one of Rhetoric's events, or I do them on the side as well and potentially meet your future king or queen. Oh, you're the owner and founder of this I'm company? I'm the founder of Kings Meet Queens, and this really just came about, this is uh, the second year that we've been doing these events. It really came from the question of, where can I meet somebody? Where can I meet them without having to go on a dating app? Where can I meet them without, you know, it's hard to date in church or even meet some people outside um, wherever you are. But this is an actual event that you can come together and meet people in one place. So no actual event today, just just sign no, this up. This is the actual event. We're having an event. People are coming in, signing up right now. And uh, once we get the announcement going, we're going to have a bunch of people out here mixed, mingling, and having a good time. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I, I'm going to sign up because I am single. Amen. Amen. <laughs> right? And so can you give me a sneak peek of what is to be expected for the people who sign up when you guys gather them all together in the parking lot? We are going to have some prompted questions to get the conversation going. Like what? So we know how it feels to have that awkward silence or not really sure know what to say. We have actually printed out questions so that um, you'll get a question upon um, signing in. You'll get your purple or gold beads. And if there's a particular someone that you have your eye on, you can give them their beads at, at your end. At the end of the at the end of the mixer, and you never know what can spark. So if there's a spark between you and someone else, I encourage you to give them your beads. And that's the intentionality behind everything is to make sure that steps are being made in order for those connections to happen. What's one of those prompt questions? 
It could be something simple as, what's the latest show that you binged watched? And then you can go from there. Or it could be something like, well, what do you like to do on a Sunday? How would you spend your Sunday afternoon? Or who is your childhood crush? Or it could be, um, what's the next vacation that you plan on going? Things to get, you know, the conversation started so that people can uh, just have those conversations and make it easy, make it fun. No pressure. Now, so you've been doing this for two years. Have there been any marriages from Kings Meet Queens yet? I have not heard of the marriages yet, but I have heard of the courting. I have heard of the dating. So that's exciting for me that the connections have been made. And even just um, kingdom relationships, um, the people that happen to meet at the the events and, and things like that. Those are the things that I know God has already ordained and planned. And I can't, I'm out of it. Like God has his way through it. So that's, that's really what it's about. Okay, what's the website? How can people find you guys? Yes, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Kings Meet Queens and also on Facebook, Kings Meet Queens as well. All right. Follow us and like us. Okay, we shall. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for, for giving you some time. And I think I'm going to sign up, although I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's here around my age. No, you never know. You never know. I'm telling you, let God connect, everybody. <laughs> let God connect. Yes. Okay. All right. I will do that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. Tripping. Used to be up and down like the coasters do Had no thoughts of approaching you But then, ooh, now you all on my brain Life slowed down, I had to switch lanes Know all of me and still you don't change I ain't never known a love that's so strange Now I'm laid up, talking way up I ain't never coming down Yo, 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 got me prayed up It's a layup, telling everybody all around I'll be standing in the sun getting all shady, shady But really this is what I'm living for Finally somebody is for sure The way you love me, let me change way up I couldn't foot the bill, and you pay straight up Yeah, I got love, I got love for you And I got loyalty, loyalty, check on my royalties You put my heart at ease, rock it on all my sleeves, yeah I'm Angela Birdsong with Conversation Piece, RadioJustice.org, and I am at Rhetoric 2019 in the city of champions, Inglewood, California, and I get to, we're interview one of the guys from the rap battle. They had round one, and we had round two, and this is one of the guys. Introduce yourself, and why you rap battling today. Absolutely. My name is Sinai. I'm from uh, Norfolk, Virginia. And flew all the way over here, three time zones away to be a part of this. So it's really awesome. Um, I I do battle rap because I, I have a heart for evangelism and for going to the places that a lot of people may not go. And one of those dark areas that are 
pretty much unreached is the the, the rap battle um, industry. Uh, with within that mainstream, there's a lot of killing and just I mean it's, it's all rap and metaphors, but there's a lot of darkness in it. And so I use the gift that I have and the passion I have for rap because I want to be able to infiltrate those arenas and and inject Christ into those dark arenas and bring some souls out with me. How long have you been rap battling? I've been rap battling for about a year and a half now. What were you doing? So what led you to rap battle? Well, I do music. I've been doing music for about 10 years now uh, as well. Um, my cousin Lee founded Overflow Rap League, and so the first event he invited me, he said, Hey, cousin, um, got a crazy idea. would love for you to be a part. He explained it to me, and I prayed about it, and I really felt the Lord leading me to do it. And so the rest is history. So you're, you're, you're stuck with the rap battle now. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm loving it. So how do you guys practice for this? And, and, and look, I'm, I'm coming from a place of, of course, hip-hop, and you know about... Well, let, let's go before hip-hop, okay. where people playing the dozens, talking about, you know, your mama this and your mama that, and we know that that's not what's happening today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the hip-hop, where, you know, with, with um, Eminem in that movie, mm-hmm. 8 Mile, where they're, you know, battling and spitting back at each other, yeah. what have you. How did Christian rap battle come to birth? When you got with Overflow... Did they? Do you know the history of Overflow? Uh, yes, I was actually a part of it from the very beginning, from the very first event. Um, there are four uh, battle rappers that are actually operating in the mainstream. Uh, you have the Saga, you have Loso, uh, Street Hymns, and A Ward. Uh, they're they're doing that, and so what we're doing at Overflow is kind of sharpening one another to be able to go and give them some backup in those different arenas. There's many, many, many different rap leagues. And so we're trying to expand the reach of what we do with the gospel and, and, and do that. And so that's the, the, the beginning of this was simply for that, to sharpen one another, sharpen our gifts so that when we step into these arenas, we have the experience we need. Now tell us about your music. My music? Oh, man. I've, I've been doing music for a while. I'm an independent artist. I mean, God has blessed me to be able to travel to Kenya twice and South Africa twice. And now I'm here on the West Coast in California. And, I mean, he's just opened many, many doors. Uh, like I said, I have a heart for evangelism, so I do a lot of mission work as well. And a lot of the music that I do uh, serves a purpose or a need. Like, um, I worked on an album uh, about two years ago called Safe House, and it was to combat human trafficking in South Africa and to raise money to build a safe house for kids in danger of uh, sex trafficking and so that's just the kind of things I like to do I like to use my gift to make an impact and, and possibly save some lives what's next for you I'm going to continue doing this uh, continue to have a heart for people and a passion for the music and the, and the, the art of rap and see how those two can be married to, to make an impact in this world how can we find you? What's your contact details? Oh, yes. Uh, all social media platforms, it's at Sinai For Real. Sinai is spelled S-I-N-A-I, For Real, F-O-R-R-E-A-L. All social media platforms. Thank you so much. Yeah, at Sinai For Real. At Sinai For Real. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Conversation piece. We'll be back. I am not the only one who needs a secret place to run to. I am not the only one that needs a little hope to hold on to. And what you know about being nuts with some refugees? And what you know about being nuts with some refugees? What you know about being nuts with some refugees? Who the thought that all of us was some refugees? Hold on. 
man. They might think they run this. They might think they run this. But we know who owns it. Owns it. They might think they run this. But we know who owns it. Owns it. They might think they run this. But we know who owns it. Owns it. They might think they run this. But we know who owns it. I know what it's like to be awake at night and wonder where your father is. Yeah, yeah. School of hard knocks taught me, and I couldn't even get a scholarship. Nah, nah. I tried to find firm ground for my feet in a pit that was bottomless. Thought I would be good if I just ball like electrolysis. Yeah. And I done ran plenty times, not in the sense across the city lines. I prefer to like my mom ill-advised. Instead of baptized, I was capsized. Drowning in my own pool of bad lines. Enemies replaced all my allies. It was easier, they didn't chastise. Kill me by satisfying my appetite. Thought that I found security, till they turn around and try to bury me. Put my mask on. They gym carry me Now it seems like my peace is scared of me But God has the best for this refugee And I believe that he's the only one yeah. Send his holy one, his only son Only one, so lonely ones can be known as son I am not the only one Who needs a secret place to run to Only one Angela Birdsong, Conversation Piece, and I have another rap battle participant. Yes. <laughs> right. So this guy was up there. He said, respect God, respect yourself, and you're going to respect Joe. And then he just started coming out with his Amen. battle bars. Amen. Introduce yourself. How did you get into rap battle? And why here at Rhetoric? Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Yeah, so I go by respect, Joe. Um, you know, back at home, I'm part of a ministry. We're, we're part of a fivefold ministry, uh, and, and I go by Evangelist Joseph. That's the calling that God had in my life. And um, although it's 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 really not about titles getting you to heaven, it's it's only establishment and order. So I, I don't want to throw anybody off. But anyways, I'm from Connecticut. I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. I got a lot of people out there that I that I grew up with, and um, I was delivered and set free in 2004. And that's when I realized it was more than just being, you know, set free or just being a Christian, but we all have a calling. And that's why I'm trying to tie it in that when you step out on that basketball court, you got point guards, you got shooting guards, you got power forwards, you got centers to establish your gifting that God has in your life. And I believe each and every one of us have a gifting and a calling to go out there and, and work together. And with that being said, I, I ran into some brothers out there in the field, uh, Lee James and uh, Voice, that uh, started up Overflow, which is a rap battle league. And I was like, wow, you know, I grew up on stuff like that in the 90s. They would do quick little battles on TV and, and you know, they were in and out. But I saw the intricacy of this where you do three rounds, it's four or five minutes each round, and you have an opportunity to express your creative art and at the same time still be able to minister and to uplift each other and have a good time at the same time. And I felt like that was just such an awesome opportunity to, to just expand in, in ministry and what God had in my life. So you've been you've been um, spitting bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. You've been spitting bars since the '90s. With the hat backward. Yeah, yeah. So from the '90s, I mean, that was when it was a very uh, stable moment of hip hop, where there was just such a more cleaner version. It, you know, it was it was very clean and sincere. And so I grew up on a lot of that. And I said, Lord, you know, how how awesome would that be to be able to use my gift and enable me in ministry to use that gift? So not only uh, do I operate in a battle rap, but if you get the chance, you can go to ejc.life. And you can check out some more sermons there. You can check out some of my songs. I, I came out with an album called Glory to Glory back in uh, 2014. I'm working on new music as we speak. So, um, yeah, it's all about being yourself and tying in your identity and calling 
with Christ. And most importantly, our salvation is first, and we all need to make sure that when we go to bed at night, when we head out of our house, that our lives are right with the Lord Jesus Christ, that we're walking in repentance, that we got our game face on, and we're able to uh, walk in joy and able to enjoy life. Uh, and, and that's what I want to encourage everyone today, that it's, it's, it's not worth holding on to stuff. Before that sun goes down at sunset, we need to release whatever it is unto the Lord and receive that healing and that miracle that God has in your life. Amen. Amen. When did you know you had this gift? Uh, I knew I had this gift. Actually, it's, it's funny because I knew I had this gift before I was serving God. And I think what happens is whatever age, whatever background we're from, God has allowed, not allowed for the devil to take over, but he has allowed us to experience a certain part of the world. And where we were all raised up in a different chapter or segment in life that has actually exposed our gifts. So we have a choice at some point. Maybe you were raised up in a choir at school. Maybe your parents were musicians. So you got you you got this gift, um, but now you have a choice whether you're going to use it to glorify God or you're going to use it for yourself and you know glorify the world or yourself or, or the devil. So I think at some point in our life we all have, and I know we all have a gift and a talent and a calling in our life, and we're going to come to a pivot point where we need to realize whether we're going to use this all out for God or all out for dark, the dark world. All right. Now, you're, you gave out a website. Yes. But what's next for you, and how can we find you? Well, what we got next coming up in a couple months is the Kingdom Choice Awards. This is going to be in New York. Um, they've been doing this for years, and they're asking Overflow to be sponsored for this event. So you can definitely expect uh, God willing to, uh, to see some rounds over there. We'll respect Joe. Uh, Evangelist Joseph. Uh, so I, uh, if you want to contact me, like I said, you can go to ejc.life. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's respect underscore Joe, respect with a K underscore Joe. Um, and you can see all my Facebook information from there. Cool. Is there anybody in particular you're looking forward to seeing tonight? Uh, tonight, uh, I know um, when it comes to poetry, I'm still uh, catching up on some of the people that are doing it. I can't say that I'm fluent in that particular genre. I'm actually just excited to be a part of something that I haven't really been around, which is poetry. And I think it's going to be awesome to see everybody. And even my friend, uh, Fence, uh, James May, is his first time being able to... Um, uh, perform tonight, so I look forward to fans too. So, anyways, I think they're calling my name. Yes. Okay, you gotta it go. It was an awesome right. interview. Yes. Thank you. God yes. bless. Yes. Conversation piece. We'll be right back. Gotta thank the Lord. Wake up in the morning. Gotta thank the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. All of you, none of me. Yeah. Uh, school of hard knocks to the crash course. Uh, he was on a mission, bring the task force. Uh, hating cause we winning, you a basketball. Riding through the city, got the Bible on the dashboard. Uh, yeah, pockets all empty, but I'm breathing on uh, Counting up the blessings, I got plenty more. Tony Slingshot, watch him make it go. Yeah, got it all out, but he opened door. Yeah, man, they so ungrateful, I'm not feeling them. He the reason that we still living here. Uh-huh. Could've got lost, but he sent for them. Uh-huh. I'ma thank the Lord when I'm marching.
marching in. Wake up in the morning, gotta thank the Lord. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you still breathing, gotta thank the Lord. Thank you, thank you. Hands in the sky, gotta thank the Lord. Thank you, thank you. Even when it's bad, I'ma thank the Lord. Wake up in the morning, gotta thank the Lord. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you still breathing, gotta thank the Lord. Hands in the sky, gotta thank the Lord. Angela Birdsong, conversation piece, and I got another rap battle participant here with me. Introduce yourself and tell me, how did you get involved with rap battling? Uh, so my name is Freestyle Gospel, uh, also known as just Free for short. That's F-R-I-I, all the way from Connecticut. Um, I kind of actually I got started with uh, rap battling with, uh, by first being you know involved in Christian hip hop. And a lot of the uh, Christian hip hop artists in my local area, and actually getting involved in hip hop by first being a spoken word artist myself. So, um, freestyle gospel actually the name was never supposed to be a mu- uh, artist at all, a-, a spoken word artist or a-, a music artist. Freestyle gospel was actually going to be my outlet for um, how I use my my graphic art skills to um, develop a clothing line for Christians. So Freestyle Gospel was going to be the name of that clothing line. So there was an opportunity for like an open mic, like kind of benefit concert at my church where um, a lot of young people, basically what I felt my target audience, where they were going to be attending, you know, they were all going to be there. And I wanted to figure out how can I display one of my, you know, mock-up clothing line t-shirts for Freestyle Gospel. So I wanted to get on stage and basically show all the young people my clothing line, whatever, my artistic, you know, designs. But the only problem with getting on stage is you had to have a talent. You just couldn't get on stage and show off your clothes. So I figured, you know what, I could, you know, throw something together, you know, write a little rhyme, you know, just to get on stage or whatever. And that was really my whole motive. Like, I had a whole ulterior motive other than, you know, having really any true passion or desire to do spoken word or hip-hop. So I get on stage, I perform the piece, get off stage. Not one person asked me about my T-shirt. Everyone asked me about poetry and how long I've been doing that and it just literally it took on a mind of its own and God come like what I thought was my like little sneak tactic God had a whole nother plan and he was really God was really luring me into his plans for my life so um and that was literally like just five six years ago first time I ever wrote my first rhyme for anything poetry or music so from there went on to perform at the Apollo Theater in New York three times um started recording hip-hop music so then poetry went to music and then once i got to music i started rubbing shoulders with other local rappers and they wanted to start this you know christian rap battle league a year ago and then i got into that man and so you know for me having a rap battle because there's no music involved you're really just artists on stage with lyrics no music at all you know it really felt like poetry to me and i think um it was more alluring to like, you know, really want to be a participant in rap battling because um, I felt like I could be a poet and be a poet at its rawest form. Like, you know, unbridled with all the tenacity and just vigor in, inside of me. So uh, that's, you know, what brought me here today from CT all the way to Cali. <laughs> well, welcome to Cali, man. Yeah, thank right, you so right. much. So is there anybody in particular you're looking forward to seeing tonight? This is actually my first time. Um, actually coming to rhetoric uh prior to today like i've only you know just heard of like the name and like known that this is like just a big major event and um and you know in poetry uh so 
I'm, I'm, I'm really wide open. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like anticipating seeing everything and everyone. Like, this is just such an experience, a, a collaboration of so many firsts for me. You know what I mean? First time in Cali, first time, you know, doing a rap battle out here, first time being at Rhetoric. So I'm just like, I feel like a little kid, like just anxious, like on Christmas morning or something. Like, I can't tell you one gift I want to open more than the other. I want to open it all. So I'm really excited. Right. Good. Now, let me ask you about the rap battle. Now, are you guys really battling each other, or is this like you know the the wrestling where, where it's it's all it's all choreographed and everything? You come in with already with the set. Uh, I, I know I know you guys are writing and everything, and yeah. I know that some things come from your arsenal yeah, yeah. Of, of what you have. But are, are you really coming back to what something you heard them say? Yeah, a lot of times, um, you know, you have. When, it, when there are multiple battles that you know you've participated in or you've seen other you know the the opponent who's in front of you you've seen other video footage of rap battles they've had you know a lot of the content is really directly towards them you know it's, it's responding to things that they've said or done in the past or whatever so it really is truly a, a, a battle you know in every bit of the word the only difference is that you know what we want to have as a being set apart is the fact that you know, in, in preparation for all the battles at Overflow Rap League, they because we're all believers, you know, we have such a time of uh, preparation with each other as far as spiritually encouraging one each other, being in, being accountability partners for each other. So, you know, we have this time kind of leading up to it where we're building one another up um, in, in ways that have nothing to do with, with, with rapping or, or, you know, hip-hop at all. Um, and then when it comes to game day, you know, we understand that this is a way that we just sharpen our lyrical ability and, you know, draw other people um, just to the body of, of Christ, like to, to let them see that, uh, you know, you can you can be gifted and talented in certain things and find a way that, look, God wants you to, he gave you those things, he gave you those abilities, and he wants you to use those to serve him and draw people closer to him, you know, so, uh, you know, it's absolutely real, but, but I absolutely love, just like I said, that that piece of us being able to be each other's accountability part and building each other up that's how we can embrace one another after you hearing yo you just ripped that man up and down that's how we can still dap each other you know handshake embrace each other hug whatever it's because it's all love at the end of the day oh you know what that's really beautiful then yeah now so you were um in round one yeah against joe Evangelist Joseph, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So you know Joseph. Yeah, I actually know Joseph. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We both are from Connecticut. We both flew all the way over here to Cali. We both been staying, actually not just us both, all of the, the rappers today at Overflow Rap League, we've all been staying in the same Airbnb together for the last three days. So we really been like, you know, chopping it up, having meals over, you know, with each other at the table. Right, You know right. what I mean? Meanwhile, all, all knowing all along that we all preparing, you know, the craziest lyrics to, you know, uh, <laughs> kind of verbally beat each other down and build each other up at the at the rap battle but it's like that you know that's what make for me I think that's what makes it such a beautiful thing and makes you know lyricism at its purest form because it's all right there brought to the stage left there right on stage it's nothing that trickles from you know what I mean a lot of times in secular hip hop we you know hear about concerts that you know are some of our favorite rappers that we love but how they break out into gunfights or violence afterwards and it's like some people they just want to be able to go to a concert and enjoy themselves have a good time and this is what makes Overflow Rap League such a dope event is because you have these Christian rappers dope lyricists crazy talented 
and you're gonna hear them have the same passion, tenacity in their lyrics and their punchlines against each other. And you know that after the you know mics get cut off, after they walk off that stage, you ain't got to worry about no fight breaking out, man. Nobody throwing up no gang signs and having no real beef. It's just all lyrics, man. At the end of the day, and we all glorified God throughout it all. So, right, right. Now, tell me a little bit about you. Who are you? What's What's been your lows and your highs? Uh, my name is uh, Christopher Elliott, man. Born and raised New Haven, Connecticut. Mother to uh, son to a 15 year old mother. Um, oldest of about five siblings. All half siblings, man. I don't, I don't have no full siblings. Um, growing up, realizing the absolute need for just um, a village as a support system. You know, not having a young mom, being raised by grandparents, great grandparents. You know, I came from an era, you know, where the community really was your family, and um, you needed everybody to, you know, kind of look out for you. Um, you know, I'm a, a married father of uh, four kids myself, three daughters. Uh, one little boy um, You know I have a passion for young people My wife and I back home We serve as the uh, directors of mentor coordination At our youth church uh, For our youth group at our church um, uh, I work at a charter school That's my that's my day job You know uh, So you know teacher by day Rap battler and traveling Spoken word artist by night uh, And uh, you know I actually You know t- taking a big jump of faith um, You know just like Four years ago now you know, leaving a six-figure paying government job um, to just, you know, absolutely just chase my passion for young people and follow, you know, God's calling on my life. Um, and it's been it's been a faith test at that point all the way until this very day till now. Like I was just telling, sharing with the brothers, like the two weeks leading up to just today have been so tumultuous. I mean, just yesterday I'm at the Airbnb with one of the brothers. You know, I'm getting ready to get on a, a phone call. With um, you know, with my wife, and uh, you know, I get a text message that, you know, she came home to find our lights cut off. You know what I mean? Like, and that's you know, that's still like I said by me still walking out that faith walk. That was four years ago, leaving that job and, and choosing to follow God. But I'm still in the wilderness for a big piece of that. There's a big part that of my life that hasn't fully manifested into the promises of God. And some of us, you know, in ways I'm walking into those promises and other ways I'm very much still trusting and believing God. You know, I'm still struggling day by day, living the paycheck to paycheck, um, with a, you know, supportive wife, praise God to still support me in all of my traveling going here and there. And, you know, while she's staying home with the children and managing all that, dealing with those stresses, those attacks from the enemy. And, you know, she has to cope with those things alone while I'm away and we have to get locked in back to back with one another and be interceding on each other's behalf because she knows that God has absolutely called me to do this and so she trusts God she trusts me in that calling and so I'm thankful to have that those times when she's away from me and we're apart and she's being tested that uh you know we have that understanding that we we are exactly where God wants us to be we're in the pocket and I'm able to have that supportive system at home so you know but that's was again the great thing that just allows us that you know even having overflow in this rap league of Christian rappers like you know I was able to be have that vulnerable moment yesterday you know with all these other rappers from all over and you know just share that and be like yo man can you believe it man my wife just hit me man told me my you know my lights got cut off I had three of those brothers just all of a sudden come together. They said, yo, man, give us the account number to the light company, man. Tell us what the balances do. We'll take care of it, man. And them brothers got on that phone and paid that light bill and handled that. Like, that's absolutely 
that's the body of Christ. That's, that's what I call us not asking for a move of God, but being the move of God. God has called us to absolutely just be the move of God in our communities. We don't always got to call on God. I think God's will for us is to sometimes be what he's called us to be. He's given us that authority with our tongues. He's given us, you know, the mind to know that faith without our works is dead. So we can put our feet to the pavement. We can put our tongues to work our mouths and absolutely be the move of God. For some of our brothers and sisters who are in those lows and those times, and it absolutely just glorifies God. God gets the glory and we all experience the unconditional love of God. Hallelujah and right on. <laughs> that's that that's 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 real. And that goes back to what you were saying that it's a camaraderie. It's yeah. a family. Yeah. When you guys are battling yeah. each other yeah. lyrically. When the lights is off, it's all love, you know. That's a family, you know what I mean? And that's what make you know, people aren't used to seeing that. Like these dudes, they dead serious. They really going at each other. Punchlines, lyrics, they got it, you know what I mean? But you know, you, you know, a lot of times they don't get to see, you know, the behind the scenes and see that. So, you know, even as a league, a lot of the, the league owners are working on trying to get that, you know, media and videography support. So we can show more behind the scenes glimpses of that, of, you know, what Overflow Rap League is and what has a brotherhood of just believers, what we're really trying to bring to the culture of hip hop, of hip hop. And just, you know, show people that, look, man, leave the lyrics on the paper. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy, you know, the talent, the gifts. You know, exalt God in it, man, and still be able to, like, you know, love on one another, man. At the end of the day, we got to do this thing called life, and we can't do it alone, man. We, we, we absolutely need that village. Absolutely. Right. Amen. How can we find you free? Uh, you can find me everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even YouTube. Real easy. At The Real Free. That's T H E. R-E-A-L-F-R-I-I So it's The Real Free F-R-I-I And at the website is TheRealFree.com So it's real simple That's where you can find me at Everywhere on social media Alright man We're going to look you up Thank you so All much Alright Thank you man Thank you man And you know what Peace and blessings From my Heavenly Father to you While you're here Traveling grace When you get back home And may your house Be at even more peace Than it was when you left it Amen Amen, Amen. Thank you yeah, thank you. And think about no I ain't worried about no close-up. It's getting real, no time to close-up, oh no. Got the enemy so mad cause I chose up. We're in a spiritual battle. I've tried to fight it my way. I can't feel you at all But you promised me that you'll stay You gave the measure of faith But mine is feeling so thin right now And I believe all in my brain I hate feeling like this Sometimes I get in the way Not thinking about what that does Moving too fast Yeah, I might crash if I don't trust Nowhere to go But you said I gotta be on time Angela Birdsong, and I am still in the parking lot at Rhetoric, you guys. They got praise and worship going on in the inside. The artists, you guys probably thinking praise and worship. You don't even know what's happening on the inside. I'm trying to get that, but it's very restricted. So I'm staying outside where I can get interviews, 
and you guys hear the music in the background. There's vendors, there's food trucks here, and I have another spectator that's going to introduce himself, but I know him. <laughs> I know him, Steve Rutherall, and he's from from my church, Covenant Blessing Fellowship, but he and his wife and their family, they go someplace else to worship. Steve, what brought you to Rutherick? Uh, Rhetoric is just a super hype, uh, amazing event that happens every year. It started as a smaller event, uh, and it's grown into a really big, um, just major event where poets come together, they're preaching about the Lord, um, it's, it's hype, you can hear the music in the background, um, they have food trucks, it's just a, it's a total event, and it's just amazing. So, a lot of times you'll see new artists come up. You've got um, staple artists like Genetics and some other folks. Um, Kev, on, Kev on stage was here last year. Uh, he did the MCing for the last couple of years, so that was amazing. And just, it's really, it's just a really great event. And you came all the way from Riverside to here? Yeah. Corona, California, Eastville, California. <laughs> Shout out to my city. <laughs> yeah, 56 miles away, and I'm here. But it's a, it's a great event. It's worth every, every, uh, every mile. How long have you been coming to Rhetoric? Um, about five years. Actually, seven. I apologize. Yeah, seven years. Only seven? <laughs> Only seven. <laughs> Is there anyone that you're looking forward to seeing tonight? Um, there's new artists this time, so I'm looking forward to some breakthrough, something new. Um, I don't know the artists that are here this year. This year. Um, but again, it, it always surprises every year, so it's always worth the trip. Is this your only spoken word event that you go to? Yes, it is. I'm getting a little older now, so yeah, this, this is my main my main event. <laughs> have you been to any other spoken word events besides rhetoric? Um, I have not, no. Uh, no, not recently. Um, I used to go to, you know, poetry things back in like the 90s, but not, not any times. <laughs> in the last couple decades, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, th- this is my first time at rhetoric. I have been to other spoken word events. but not frequently yeah do you have any creative gifts in you I do not Um, (laughs) my my gifting is administration behind the scenes and so no I am not creative at all but I love to hear it you love to hear it okay you know what thank you so much for you you spoke way more off the air (laughs) I just want everybody to know conversation piece I want you guys to know that he was just talking and talking but as soon as I turned the mic on he got quiet and shy on me (laughs) it was great yeah the mic just yeah, it, 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 I don't know. Well, no, but, but you know, what you were saying off mic was that um, you were hoping that some of the old heads, some of the yeah, old genetics, um, Jackie back. Perry, yeah, some of the old heads. I'd love to see them um, back on the stage, but I know life happens, and so they've gotten married, they've got families, things like that. So it's always good to see who's coming up next, but yes, those, those pieces were amazing. Um, just life-giving, uh, life-changing, and you can see all over the internet now, you can see their pieces from Rhetoric and Past. And you said some of them met their husbands on stage. Oh, uh, yeah, Jackie Perry, I believe, met, met her husband um, at, yeah, when, when she was on stage at Rhetoric. I don't know if that's the exact story. I know they were they were there performing at the same time. I think they started dating from there. We don't want no fake news. <laughs> no fake news here, no. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Okay, right. anything else you want to say? Um, no, I think I just... Try to get here next year if you're not able to come this year. They do it every year. Um, hopefully they'll have it in L.A. now, so it's at Faithful Central this year. Great venue. Next year they, have, they should have the train running. So that'll be great. So you, you have no excuses but to get here and have some fun. Okay. Thanks, Steve.
you took it all away now. All of my past at the intersection When your blood poured down, take it all away Birdsong, and you're listening to Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. I am still at Rhetoric 2019, you guys, right here in the city of Inglewood, California, and I have two of the performing artists that were on stage tonight. Can you guys say your names? Yes, I am V Rose. You can find me at V Rose Music on all social media. And this is Kenneth Clark. You can also find me at Kenneth Clark at KennethClark.com. What did you do on stage, V-Rose? So I did some of my new music, actually. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter, and I did a couple of my songs that are coming out on my new album, coming out next week. It's titled Fourth, and I did I Surrender, um, a song called Pretty Sad. It's featuring a new artist, uh, Wande, from Reach Records. And I did a song called SOS, and I did... Something else. (laughs) It was a whirlwind, you know, but I think it was really cool because the audience is like, we were, we were, our job was to kind of warm them up, you know, and get them hype. Um, So I think that we were able to do that. Um, But the energy in the room, I think, was my favorite part. And I think some of the stuff I was able to say, I could feel that it was translating. So that's always when I know I'm doing, I'm doing it right, you know. Um, I'll let that's you know. Okay. That's dope. And what, what did you do on stage? Oh, man. So, and, and who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, goodness. Man, I did, a, did I do a backflip? <laughs> no, not this time. Um, yeah, so Kenneth Clark. Um, so I have these these two great projects um, called AWOL. AWOL 1, which released in November uh, 2017. And it's just the idea of another way of living, which I acronym, acronym before. So just a, a different sound, a different fusion of you know different genres with the faith message. Um, about Christ and some what of my testimony. So I did records from relatively both projects. Um, and then like V. Rose was saying, just the energy, just the spirit of the people that was sitting down and even standing up and waving their hands, you could tell that, you know, the message was actually penetrating their hearts. Um, and that's what it really, that's what we do it for. You know, we do it, God inspires us to create and have this art and use our gifts to do that, to glorify Him and also um, reach his people as well. So it was it was good, you know. I I almost put out the backflip. I didn't think I could pull it. <laughs> I did like this other sliding thing, so I, I made do. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to just, <laughs> right. just wanted to give do energy. Pull out the backflip though. Do it, man. They I'm do like, it. you're so brave. Like, uh-huh. if you fall, that's it's over for you. It wasn't my calling. <laughs> it wasn't Not my calling. Head. But yeah, so it was right. awesome. Awesome hair rhetoric. How long have you guys been singing? Now, I just want everybody to understand they were not on stage together. They were on stage separately. These are two independent artists of their own. Yes. So how long have you been doing this, V-Rose? So I've been doing this professionally for about 10 years now. 
but I've been singing my whole life. I knew when I was six years old, like, this is what I was going to be doing. Um, God told me I was going to be a singer, and I just, like, completely, 100% believed. Um, and I went and told, like, everybody, like, God told me I'm going to be a singer, you know, and I just never stopped believing that until I was able to make it happen. I got my first record deal when I was 15, and I started traveling the world when I was 21, and I've been to over 15 different countries now just based on the fact that God said I would, you know, and I've been able to pour my life into my music, tell people about it, um, and just hope that through that somebody's inspired to want to know Jesus like I do because it really saved my life. But see how I can just talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's and that's what we want on okay. radio. We want you to be able to talk. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Sacramento, California, so up north. Okay. Born and raised, but I moved out. I moved around a little bit. I've lived out here, actually, not far from here. Um, and I lived in St. Louis for a little bit, lived in Louisville for a little bit. Um, but I love to travel. It's like in my DNA. When I'm home for more than like a week, I'm like, it's time to go. Want <laughs> to pack a bag. Yeah. yeah. So I think even after I settle down somewhere i think i'll still be like it's i just love to travel and go see the world it's one of my favorite things to do so right how long have you been doing this well i can say since about 2009 um you know new york in the in the bronx you know working with my one of my producers and managers at that time and you know for a while i mean i wasn't first you know initially i wasn't doing christian music you know like i was literally in the secular world um, and they and gained, I guess, some success, if you want to call it that. But it was maybe within the last two and a half, three years, that's when um, God really moved some things in my life and revealed himself and kind of said, hey, listen, what you're doing, you're, you're, you're leading people to a wrong place. And you're, you're even going down the wrong path. So we're going to close these doors and kind of redirect you. Um, and it was, you know, for a while, I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to do Christian music. I thought you had to have a gospel voice, a, a traditional that is so rough riffs and runs and all of that stuff. And initially I pushed back. I said, no, I'm not doing Christian music. I even pushed back from participating on the praise team and, service, and, and serving in the church. Um, but as, but as I, my walk grew with Christ, my heart changed. Um, and then that's when he knew that he said, hey, now I can tell you that this is the music that you're going to do. And you're going to use your gifts to glorify me and bring people to me. Um, and you're going to do it the way I've called you to do it. So from there, I just took that on, standing boldly, saying, hey, I'm going to take these certain beats, these certain flows, um, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to use what I got, right, and, um, and put it all together. And, you know, I just hope that someone's inspired and touched by the music. And, you know, ultimately, ultimately the, big, the big plan is to bring people to Christ. That's the big plan. Spark a conversation after a song or after a performance. And see where you're at and if I'm in a position to, to pray or anything like that that's what I would like to do so that's the biggest scheme the, the music is a tool for me it's just a tool you know and totally. it's, it's just one of those things so where we get to connect like on your show and yes. talk to people you know yes. so yeah. yeah and in person or when people reach out personally like right. man this song you know helped me yeah. and this is what I've been going through I think I love those moments because it really shows you like what it's about right. when you see the real life, real real world impact that you can have. Because we're living it's amazing. This, like, this is real. Like, I think being a follower of, of of Christ and you know being an artist, 
you know, sometimes you, in certain places, you kind of feel like maybe I, you know, how do how do I present myself, right? How do I? Mm-hmm. But if you just live your life the way God called you to live, when the music stops, you're the same. Your message is the same. So people can, you know, people could people are always ready to find something wrong with us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, you believe in Jesus? Okay, we'll see on Sunday. Or we'll see on Monday. On on Friday, if you still do. And it's like, hey, man, so when we do get the, those opportunities to connect with people, um, once the music stops, I think that's what really shows your heart and really shows that, hey, like, there's a light that's inside of us, man. And we're just, we're just honored to be chosen to be doing this. Definitely. Right, so being consistent, whether the music is on or off. And being transparent. And being transparent, right? Because we have issues. We have, everyone got issues. We all fall short of the glory of God. So... That's you know, we got to remember that. And I think being the same person all the time, but because you know you want to be, not because you want people to see that, you know, but because you genuinely, like, want to be right before God or you really want to know God. You don't just want to, you know, have the appearance of it. You can't do things to please people because people are never going to be pleased, you know. But... When God looks at your heart, is God pleased? I think that's how I live my life. And I used to get so caught up in what people think or I I can't say certain things because, you know, people are going to whatever. And I think now I just check my heart against God. Like, are you proud of this? Are you okay with this? Or did you teach me this? Or did I learn this, you know, in my personal time with you? And then, you know, like, I don't have to answer to anybody else. Like, God is the ultimate authority in my life. So... You know, if if we're cool, then we're cool. Yeah. You know, otherwise you'll go crazy, like yeah. trying to make people happy. Trying to do that. Right. Okay. So it sounds like your music most definitely is a reflection of your relationship with God. Amen. Exactly yeah. that. Definitely. Exactly that. Yep. And I think like how you said earlier, like you still want to be vulnerable. Like that completely defines my music. I always talk about the things I experienced you know I had a like really rough childhood really rough upbringing but like through my music that was like therapy for me it was my outlet you know um being able to talk about the things and talk about how like me staying close to God got me through those things um when I first started doing music I didn't know like other people would relate to that and I didn't know like the things that I experienced growing up weren't normal. Like, I thought everybody experienced the things I experienced. What are some of the things you experienced? I just mean, like, growing up, like, not being loved, not being um, treated fairly as a child, or being oscillated, like, not, you know, I was homeschooled, and I I, I couldn't go outside. Like, so many crazy things I went through. Um, But I drew close to God, you know. I would get up at night, and I would sit by my window and just pray, and like, sing, you know, and worship. And so when I write my songs, I write from that place. Like, I'm not writing to try to impress somebody. I'm writing to try to help myself express what I'm feeling and and hope that somebody will be able to relate and and deal with or have the same conversations that I'm having with God, with themselves and God, to come to the same conclusion that I'm coming to, which is overcoming it and getting healing, you know, allowing God to come into your heart and come into those places that you don't want nobody to come into, you know, or the things you're not dealing with, you're suppressing because it's scary, it's uncomfortable. But allowing God, like, to come into those places, that's what I've done in my life, in my, in all of my 20s. Like, I went through 
just the things I was running from just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized, like, I got to let God into these places or I'm going to lose my mind. You know, I'm going to be angry for the rest of my life. I don't want to be. And so that's the stuff that I talk about in my music. Those, you know, I have songs like Tortured Mind that just talk about, like, the things that torment me and just, like, letting God have it. Um, So being vulnerable, you know, not just for people but for yourself. Um, just so s- somebody can be helped, saved, you know. Right, that transparency. Your songs, do you write your songs? Are, are you a musician also? Yeah. And where does your lyrical content come from? Yeah. So I write and arrange all my songs. Um, and honestly, I mean, when it comes to creatively, it's, it's like God would drop a seed in my spirit and then I'll start something. Like, for instance... She mentioned something about, you know, um, I have a song called Break Free. And Break Free is, is talking about breaking free from the things that you didn't teach me. So the things that God didn't teach us that we kind of just picked up along the way as being humans on this, on this, on this, on this, in this world. You know what I'm saying? So this world is full of just craziness and sin. So a record like that, like I would say, honestly, with that record, like it didn't sound anything like that before I did it. So I remember a qu- quick story. With that particular record, and just just an example how the music works for me, that record, wrote it, sent it to the producers so they can kind of touch up the, the, the beat around the vocals. At that moment, I'm sitting in my, in my studio, and the spirits told me to erase the track and do it again. So I'm like, okay, you know, dude, just, I think I'm just, I'll just do it just to see what happens. I caught a few melodies, put some things together. Like three hours later, I had break free, and I literally pushed myself back from my computer chair, and I just worshiped God and I cried because the song was for me. And I'm just in it, you know, you know, when you're in the studio, you're just working, you're just sometimes and it, and literally there was times I'm like, Lord, give me this next line. I need this next line. And I'll sit and then something would come and it was like, Wow. That is and exactly how it is for me. That's so crazy. That's, I've never heard anyone like else that. say that. It happens like that. Even close up. I'll even close be like, Man, way. God, I know I didn't come up with that. Yeah, right. And you're just, <laughs> like that was so good that that has to be you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like yeah. And sometimes That's I sit high. back and I'll listen and I'm just like, Oh, that wasn't me. Yeah. Like God worked through God me to create you. that. Yeah. And Amen. sometimes my songs they minister to me. Like I'll Definitely. I'll break out in tears and things like that. So Absolutely. I never go when I'm working on a song. I'll have an idea of a type of song. Like okay, I want to I want to touch on this area because like I have a song coming out next week. No, not next week. On the 16th, it's called Conscience, and the song is just pretty t- pretty much talking about ways we c- we can be and think. And each verse is more like a story, but ways that are just like not of God. So I need to be checked. Like, I need the Holy Spirit to kick in because sometimes when, you know, things are happening, we can kind of get a little, you know, we, 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 we good, right? We, you know, that, that, that humbling spirit goes away for a little while. And it's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come and save me. Like, yeah. I've been dealing with the same thing. Where's my conscience? Yeah. Um, and that's like a vulnerable topic. Like, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being real because, like, we don't want to, we, we don't want to always, we don't want to talk about us having issues right we always want to talk about the you know everything is great <laughs> oh, it you always hear music that talks about yeah. something after somebody overcame it or yeah, or like, they don't talk about it at all it. sometimes it's right before there. the deliverance and i think right with, there in that with place. our generation like we need to start talking about this Real stuff because if you look at me and you think i don't go through i don't get hit 
like or I don't go through something, or I don't struggle with things, like how intimidating would that be? Yeah. Like, man, I just must be so messed up because V never goes through anything. And so it's like I want to talk about the things that I experienced because I know that it's more encouraging to hear that you're not yeah. alone right. in the things that happen in your life. Right. You know, we all face adversity. We all get attacked. We all go through things. We all have family members who, yeah. you know, are not saved or we got craziness happening yeah. in our lives. And we all need God, you know. So I, I, that's right. I'm going to have to listen to your stuff. For sure. We you just met. To, so. Me and V right. Rose just met tonight. Like, right. we, like I, I know of I knew of V and, like, she's super cool. And I just loved her, her records and things like that, too. So it was it was kind of dope that I came here and I see it. And they, we're, like, connecting on a yeah, cool level. Right. Um, Maybe there's a collaboration, a musical yeah. collaboration. Yeah. We, we, you know, we know some of the same people working in some of the same camps. So yeah. we'll see if, you know, God willing, we'll pray on it, you know. Hopefully right. she likes my likes my music. I don't well, know I already like your music because I heard you sound checking, so you sound great. There's nothing but a love fest here at Rhetoric 2019, you guys. Okay, give out your contact. You gave your contact information, but yeah. we'll give it out again, V. Rose. So you can follow me at V Rose Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify. Please stream all of my stuff. Thank you. <laughs> right, and you have an album coming out. My new album is titled Fourth. Mm. Go check it out right away. Stream it. Listen to all the wonderful songs on there. Right. And where can we find you? So Instagram, at Kenneth Clark. Facebook is Kenneth Clark Music. But everything else is at Kenneth Clark. So Kenneth is K-E-N-N-I-S Clark. Because sometimes people say Kenneth and it's like, no, there's an S in there. So think of Kenneth with a K. No, think it's tennis with a K, and then you get tennis. I would say that. But, yeah, Kenneth Clark. So, you know, we already have some stuff out right now on YouTube. Um, and, yeah, 16th of, of August, we have Conscience, new single coming out. So get ready for that one. That's going to be cool. So, yeah, we're, we're here, and we're excited. Okay, great, great, great. Does Rhetoric repeat their artists? Are you guys going to be back next year for 2020? Do you know? I would would like to. I don't know if they repeat their artists, but they've been trying to get me out here for three years. So if they want me to come back, I would love to come back. Um, I'm sure I'll be back sometime in the future, if not next year. So. Okay, okay. Well, thank you guys so much. That was fun. Thank you to Leslie Radford, Adam Rice, Tucker, Michael Washington of M. Watch Soul for the opening and closing theme song. And always you, our RJLA family. Reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on RadioJustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong, thanking you to allowing me to share this very special experience of conversation piece on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done with love. Thank you.